Talking some shit about some shit. Some shit about some but shit. With the goal. The feng shui is off right now. I am sorry. You are in my spot. <laughs> it is. I feel We're weird over seat. here. I'm about to switch. I, I can't. I don't like. I don't, I don't have anybody to look at because I keep looking to my right and no one's there. Okay. There we yeah. go. Oh, yeah. Okay. I feel better now. Thank you. I'm sorry. I couldn't take it any further. <laughs> this is the Lit Regeneration Podcast. Yes, and like I said, we. Are just two multi-dimensional black girls on our own journeys. Yes, multi-dimensional. But we like to talk about shit. Why? Because there's always layers. Mm-hmm. There's always layers. You're not talking about shit. Pull them bitches back. Did you start reading the course whenever? No. Because technically, if you do, we're reading it at the same time. Bitches ah, can talk about it. We afterwards. can talk about the coldest yes, winter ever. Sure can. We can. So let me. I'm gonna get that started. Cause yeah, I'm gonna knock that out real yeah. good. And I'm only on like chapter eight anyway. So. Mm. And you know what? Um, for people who are in relationships out there, um, so lately I have been um, reading the coldest winter ever out loud to my boyfriend. Mm. It is weirdly erotic not gonna lie he mm. just gives me like his like full undivided attention mm-hmm. that's some you good know, shit he'd be asking questions and shit and usually we're like smoking or whatever let me or write that just down be, like playing 2k and i'm telling you like that can go in a book and <laughs> then on top of the fact that it's something that he like just straight up told me he would have never read if right I read right it to him. right and he always says, like, you know, I'm not that much of a reader, but I'll listen. Mm-hmm. So I started reading out loud, girl. He is so into it. Mm-hmm. And I, every day I just be looking forward to it, like. <laughs> Let you be an audible reader. Girl, and it's just like a chapter a day. Like, at the end of our day, just lay down. Let me read this chapter out loud. I actually had saw it on Facebook. This guy was talking about um, how his girl reads to him every day and just how much he liked it. So I'm like, well, let me see. Come on, it works. Yes, and then I like I was saying, I'm like, girl, I like talking. He liked the way I sound. It Come works on. for everyone. <laughs> he sound like SZA, bitch. <laughs> Y'all, my man likes SZA. Everybody's man likes SZA. My they just haven't SZA. admitted. My it man yet. likes SZA and, and tried to blame it on me. SZA is that breath of fresh he, air. The nigga tried to blame it on me though. T- talking about some, y'all. He said. I follow SZA on Instagram today because of you. <laughs> Nigga, no, it wasn't. You like SZA because of you. Throughout the day, he's just letting a little bit more go, a little bit more. I said, you like SZA. You like SZA. Calling me But this Nizza. is the thing. <laughs> I said, you think, boy. <laughs> he really be calling me Nizza. Stop it. Well, don't stop it. I think it's funny. He said, after he finally just was like, you know what? I like the bitch. She look normal. That's <laughs> I the know. thing. She's the brother. She's for the culture. Like... Like, 
a piece of regular looking mainstream mm-hmm. that ain't been through the ringer. Oh man! Because you got Rihanna's getting giving us regular now. Mm-hmm. She regular thick and fine, mm-hmm. but she had to go through the ringer to yeah. get there. Yeah, I'm here for regular mm-hmm. looking bitches. I am because I'm a regular looking bitch myself. Mm-hmm. So most bitches is regular bitches. Yeah. So if regular bitches is gonna make a comeback, bitch, I'll give you regular bitch extraordinaire. Come on. I'm a regular bitch connoisseur. Yeah. I know sure how to regular bitch oh. like none other. Man, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Who Come that, on. Who's that regular bitch over there? Uh, it's me. I'll give you regular. Who's that bitch? Regular, smaller, regular, regular bitch. She's regular. She's yes. regular. Regular bitch. Hey, she's regular. regular. She's regular. <laughs> no, I'm like a, um, like, on top of the fact that I'm regular, I'm also extraordinary. So mm-hmm. I'm an extraordinarily regular bitch. Come on. Extraordinary. Regular bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, trademark pending. Come on. <laughs> regular bitch. I'm writing that down too. Yeah. The re- I, okay, because y'all already know how I Return feel about Return of the regular bitch, yeah. bitch. Because y'all already know how I feel about hood rats. Yes. Being a hood rat myself. Yes. And That's regular. Now that, Yes. And then that's why I love me some Cardi B. She regular looking as fuck. I don't mm. give a fuck what you do to your teeth. She was regular. regular she, and she regular because she's ghetto too. And But she's ghetto fabulous. When yeah. she was on this, ghetto that, fabulous. thing talking about these is my barmaid boots, bitch. But the gag is this outfit came from Fashion Nova. Girl. <laughs> sound just like me. Because where did you get that from? From Kmart. Okay. I sure did. But I'll give you a shoe. Bitch, I'll, I might not even give you a shoe. <laughs> I might slay a whole Rosenville ensemble. Come on. And what will you do but live? Thank you. <laughs> I got my little my little Shakespeare skull. Come on. Because I'm about to read to you the word. And the word is Kmart. Return of the regular bitch. Bitch, yeah. <laughs> Bitches can go back to being Kmart smart. Bitch, because I got me a baby fat outfit. Wait a minute. Kmart be tripping, though, because some shit be like $24.99 and shit. Don't do it. Bitch. <laughs> $24.99. You're so petty. Compared to what? Bitch, I can get it for $19.99 but at me, the Rainbow. But Okay, that's true. But the Kmart is giving you Adam Levine's It line. is giving me Adam Ain't Levine. Because, bitch, mm-hmm. I think this thing I have on is from Adam Levine. I, yeah, Not this. Cute. This is Rainbow. Oh, that's Rainbow. I'm talking about this That thing. bra thing. This bralette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and Kmart was giving me Nicki Minaj's line, which I loved. Mm-hmm. I did. Nicki Minaj will gladly give you a good old-fashioned two-piece set, which means you don't have to look for an outfit because it is one. It's, that's an outfit. Ooh, I don't know if that's the... The 27 in me, or the mom in me, or the bitch I've given up in me. But I tell you what, I love me an outfit where the shirt already up. together. If it's up, girl, I don't have to do nothing. So give me that in there. Because I already don't wear no drawers or no socks. <sighs> and I mean, for the last couple it's of days, true. my breasts have not seen a bra. I don't wear no bra. So now, if all I have to do is just, if everything is on one hanger, have mercy. Have mercy. You stupid. Well, <laughs> I have my top three things that I give a fuck about this week. Yay. I haven't figured out a name for that, what, what I'm going to call that yet. Yay. Because last week it was songs. This week we have one song, Walk on Water by Eminem and <coughs> Beyonce. Now I'm just... That was a shade cough. Things that I give a fuck about. 
And when I tell you, everything has layers. No, that wasn't ashamed on my throat, bitch. <laughs> See, you drinking my water. Get my water back, shady bitch. Um, but <clears throat> Eminem dropped a song called Walk on Water, and it, the theme is very much, I have been put on this pedestal for so long. I have these expectations of what I'm supposed to be. I have these fans that I have to please. But I get a lot of criticism as if I'm the one, as if it's my fault that I'm that nigga. Mm -hmm. It's not my fault. Mm -hmm. So you have people that want to hate and want to criticize the way he do some shit, how he do some shit. Kind of that whole, you know, how I'm real sensitive about Beyonce. (laughs) Real sensitive. Like, because I understand the method to all of her madness. You don't like, uh, what did you call it, Beyonce microwave? <coughs> Beyonce crack. Beyonce crack. You don't like the quick dumb shit. I understand the quick dumb shit, so I'm sensitive about all of it. <coughs> Wait a minute. I'm about to die. Oops. <coughs> it's this weather, bitch. That got you scratching and itching? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because. Is it cold? Yes. But it's not. Yes. <laughs> But it's cold, but it's not. I don't never know what my baby should wear to school. It's uncomfortable. Good for him. Take away. This is what our fall has turned into. We used to have a fall. <sighs> I don't know what the fuck. It's global warming or something. Global freezing. Because? Because we, we go from summer to like two weeks of, of, of hot, of mild summer. And then all of a sudden it's winter. We go from flip-flops to Uggs. Just like that. I don't understand. Because I got a cute little leather baby fat jacket that I'm about to wear freezing or not. <laughs> ah, the days when we could just, just do that. Just go to the club with your whole How? back out in the winter. Whole night back. Not wear your coat because you don't want to hold it. Bitch, I need the whole shirt. Or because you just poor and don't want to check the bitch. Or that. But you leave it and you walk into the club cold as fuck. Cold. Snowing. And, but I think it's because we used to be drunk before we got to the club. Yeah. You know, like when you're drunk, you're just like invincible yeah that's true but when you old and drunk you're not no when you're old and drunk <laughs> you're like at your weakest <laughs> you couldn't fight off of nothing nothing <laughs> old and drunk old and drunk now I'll, I'll be old and drunk and i'm like why am i drunk i got old and drunk off three heinekens and i'm like i'm sorry old and drunk hurt am i 27 or 72 72 in this moment. Apparently. But since you want to drink, you'll be 72. And I was 72 for two days trying to get over to three Heinekens. <laughs> Mad that a motherfucker said, three Heinekens really put me out of the game like this? Girl. Okay. Walk on water. Yes. You done coughing? <clears throat> <laughs> Scratch it one more time. It was about to start talking about Eminem again? Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> now, again, the song was very personal. So I understand the method to the madness. He was more so, he was telling, the song wasn't good. We know that. Beyonce's vocals, supreme. I wouldn't know. I haven't heard the song. I was just like, I seen like, I got on my phone and I'm like, oh, Eminem dropped a song with Beyonce. Scroll. (laughs) See? Most people paid it dust. And it's a dust payable song because it's a personal song. He didn't make that. I didn't even hear it. For life. I didn't even bother to give it a chance. Mm-mm. Because every time Eminem make a song with Rihanna, I motherfucking hate it. Every time. 
Stop putting these black girls on your song singing oh about God. shit where we don't know what the fuck <laughs> they're talking about. No, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of this shit. Like, girl, don't nobody want to hear Rihanna singing about monsters on her bed. I know, I know who want to hear me, bitch. I ain't one of them. But see, but the method, there was method there because Rihanna, when she did that song, she was in, uh, when I said she'd been through the ringer, she was in that ringer. Yeah. When she was putting up shit like that. So yeah. that, ain't her, that ain't her fault. I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I, I'm, I've had enough. You've had enough. I've had of the urban features. Enough. The praise and worship. I've hook. had <laughs> enough. I've had enough. Enough. I've had. What's the song about people being on fire? Liar, liar, pants on fire. That he has with Rihanna. What's that one? Oh, love the way you lie. Yeah. Wait. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to not do that today. Shut up. Next thing I want to acknowledge. (laughs) I wanted to acknowledge that because I understand Eminem. I get what you was trying to say. A lot of people don't. And this one didn't listen because she tired of you. Oh, I I did not. But I get it. And and that's why the dynamic of the show (laughs) is so good. Because you have someone who is going to bring you receipts and someone who stole the item. (laughs) <laughs> I'm tired of you. <laughs> yep. Second thing I'm going to acknowledge. <laughs> First, I have to, I have to, I have to preface with, I was watching Scandal, bitch. Mm-hmm. And before Scandal, and in the commercials during Scandal, they kept saying, "Stay tuned for a live performance from Taylor Swift." I'm dead. And the whole time, I'm wondering who the fuck asked for this. <coughs> watching Scandal. So halfway through Scandal, Taylor Swift comes on the screen with the most mediocre fucking lollipop ass bullshit <coughs> I've ever heard. <coughs> I don't know, every time you talk about people I don't give a fuck about, my motherfucking throat start hurting. What the fuck is going on? Because that she makes my throat itch. Yeah. Then she had a bunch of thick black bitches in the background. Oh, that'll burn your ass. She, no, she did the same thing <laughs> on Saturday Night Live when she performed during Tiffany Haddish's. When Tiffany Haddish, um, um, maybe that's what what I'm thinking about. Because yeah. that was the shit that got on my nerves. She was playing on the piano during Scandal. But either way, <coughs> this week Taylor Swift has gotten on my nerves. From the top to the bottom. I said, girl, yeah, we saw formation that already. Not, exactly. She did formation like three, four different times. Stop doing it. This is a different song. Mind you, the album or whatever it is called Reputation, I guess she clapping back at Kanye <laughs> or some shit. It's like, bitch, who the fuck do you think you are? And why do you think that anybody who gives a fuck about Kanye gives a fuck about this? White supremacist princess. Because they go up. For Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. But this leads me to my second thing that I give a fuck about this week. Joe Budden. They were on Everyday Struggle talking about her album sales or something and how basically she's not streaming her album. She's going to make her ticket sales for concerts count as album sales so that she can hit 1.5 million. So basically she's cheating the system because she know ain't nobody streaming that bullshit. And he was getting so heated about Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift gives gets on every nigga's nerves. Every nigga. <laughs> I don't think she has any black fans. Um, she can't. Like it's not. I, don't quote me because she probably do, but not no niggas. <laughs> and he yelled. Get Taylor Swift the fuck out of here. She's a bum. <laughs> and bitch, I holler. <laughs> <laughs> you may 
made it sound like she was on the uh, on the basketball court. Listen, because the anger was That's just funny. like, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of talking about this bitch. That's hilarious. Woo. Third thing that I want to acknowledge that I give a fuck about. This is a throwback thing. This is <laughs> a moment in time where that I recall because Lomo. Lomo is currently on Love and Hip Hop New York for whatever reason. I was about to say why. I don't know. She's on Love and Hip Hop New York, and I recall a moment where she got to tweeting about how at the VMAs or whatever, she was trying to get to the bathroom, and Prince was there, and his security and people was basically like pushing her away, like you can't come through here right now because Prince is over there. Mm -hmm. So she was tweeting like, I don't know who the fuck he think he is, and he not he wasn't hitting them notes for real. Just just going off in Prince. Now mind you, it's Prince. So the whole time she going off, people dragging her or whatever, because it's Prince and how who the fuck do you think you are? He, in response, tweeted, "I hope she knows that none of her clothes match." <laughs> Bitch. Mind you, this fucking mystical unicorn because you can't find the tweet nowhere because he deleted it and it's deleted and when Prince says something is deleted it's deleted you mm. can't find that you can find somebody who quoted it but you can't find the tweet but he I remember that tweet and he tweeted it bitch and you, and you felt like bringing it up today because I was just thinking that was on my heart when I was thinking about Lil Mo <laughs> yeah so I just needed to acknowledge Prince in all his shade of glory. Oh, I miss him. Gear. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she know that her clothes don't match. <sighs> like, first of all, fuck your bladder. But since you tried me, since, because bitch, I'm not even the one keeping you away. <laughs> and that's what the that's what everybody was saying. Like, first of all, how dare you come for a legend? But because his security is telling you you can't come to fuck near him. Yeah, is you still wearing them blue braids? Because they she back got in style blue shit now. In her head. I said because they back in style now. <laughs> Listen, them little mo braids is back, bitch. Baby, they can't save you, cause I'm. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking wrong. I think it's they can't play you. Cause I'll save you with my superpowers. Speaking of lyrics, you know what was funny? I was watching Escape's reality show, oh, and you know that it's called "Speaking of Lyrics." Mm -hmm. <laughs> the girl Demikas, the whole time they was in Escape, she thought it said to feel this empty face with laughter, and this empty space. She's in the group. She's in the group. She said, "I thought it said empty face." I've been saying, "I said empty face on the record." <laughs> That's hilarious. Now I'm gonna be listening for it. <laughs> you see back there like to fill this empty face with laughter. You'll never be able to tell she said it. Never be able to no, tell. She watermelon the fuck out of that. <sighs> she never knew the words. You know about the watermelon? When you're in the choir and yes. you don't know the words and you're just watermelon. Yeah, yep. I've been watermelon for years. My whole mm -hmm. life. Some people life watermelon when they watermelon. online. Oh, girl, mm -hmm. my whole life is one big watermelon. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just you know whose life is a watermelon? Ramik. I knew you were gonna say that, but Robert Ramik Williams. 
the third. That is his name. But I feel like somebody need to get him together like he's a the third. So, over the past couple of days, because again, layers. Over the past couple of days, people have been talking about Meek Mill. Well, actually, we talked about it briefly on an episode when I was talking about accountability last week. Um, Meek Mill got uh, basically sentenced to two to four years for violating his probation. Um, for He was initially on probation for something that occurred in 2008. Or 2009. 2008-2009. He's been on probation since then. This is a story that everybody's getting. He's been on probation since then. Over 10 years. For what he did in 2008. Which was a gun charge and a drug charge. So that's what led to all this probation over these years. And that sounds fucked up. Is fucked up. But it sounds more fucked up than it actually is. So, <clears throat> people basically, I think Philly just had a protest um, outside of some federal building or some judicial building, basically protesting, um, saying that the judge in his case that's been his presiding over his case since he began, the judge basically, this uh, miscarriage of justice mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it shouldn't, he shouldn't be sentenced to this much for whatever occurred. I'm going to get to what occurred with the timeline. But they're protesting the fact that Meek Mill was sentenced to two to four years for violating his probation for what they feel is a miscarriage of justice because he didn't deserve that time for what was going on. And um, they think the judge is corrupt and she needs to basically be recused and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. So the judge is Janice Brinkley. She's a graduate of Spelman University, black woman, a.k.a. These are just all the things that I've found out about her. Um, and she, apparently, what the, what the lawyer said is that at some point, she took McMill in her chambers and said and asked him to record a Boys to Men record to re-record, remake on Bended Knee and include her name in it to make it like a shout-out record. This still don't make no fucking sense to me because, bitch, even if he did it, what do you think it's going to sound like? Why would Meek Mill be sending, singing on Bended Knee? Why would he remake on Bended Knee? What do you mean by that? Do you mean sample it? And, and what is he saying your name for? What kind of song is this? What are you talking about, Janice? <laughs> what? This is what this is what they're accusing that you know on Law and Order when you go get put in the chambers it's in the in the in the judge's office yes come in the judge's office and she said Meek or whatever she called him Robert I would like for mm. you to remake Robert <laughs> <laughs> Robert I want you to remake this Boys to Men song on bended knee and mm. include my name in it as mm. a shout out he said <clears throat> you know I don't really do shout out songs or stuff i don't really do stuff like that i can't just take their song and she said okay suit yourself this is what the lawyer said occurred between them um in her chambers another part another accusation that they're making is that <clears throat> the judge it has a relationship of some sort to a guy named what's his name 
Big Mac, something. <laughs> Charlie Mac, that's his name. Charlie Mac, which is a music, uh, a, a, a manager, basically. Mm-hmm. He used to work with Meek Mill when Meek Mill was on the come up. You don't work with him no more. But apparently, him and the judge know each other. Per Meek Mill, he, he told him, I know the judge and I can help you out with the case. He said that at some point. Mm-hmm. But the guy denies that he ever said that. He said he don't know that judge. He don't know nothing about what y'all talking about. But Meek Mill's camp is accusing the judge of asking Meek Mill to work with Charlie Mack again. Charlie Mack is also Boyz II Men's manager right now, mm-hmm. I believe. Now, you know Boyz II Men ain't really doing shit, but that's apparently their manager. Okay. So... Keep in mind, she asked for this Boys to Men song, and then they're also accusing that she asked for him to work with Boys to Men's manager instead of Rock Nation, bitch. Leave Rock Nation, go work with Charlie Mack. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> this is what they're saying that she accused. Now, mind you, Charlie Mack is a felon, so if Meek Mill, a felon, were to work with a felon, that's a violation of probation. So we have to keep that in mind when we're considering what we think about this judge and the accusations coming from Meek and them. The judge has been a judge since 1993. Mm-hmm. And another point of, of importance, she has sentenced four people, no, seven people in the last four years to jail time for violating their probation. So that's what the fuck she do. Mm-hmm. You violate your probation, you go into jail. Now, the timing is different depending on what she feel like that she has that judicial discretion. Is it right? We'll get there. But that's what it is. She has the right to sentence people to jail when they violate probation. She's done it in the last four years, uh, seven years, four years, seven times. So, <clears throat> um... So that's 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 where we are with that with our accusations and what the lawyer's saying and what Meek is saying. So let me get to my notes because y'all know when I got notes, it's time. Yeah. So timeline. We got 2008. Pre- uh, he went to jail for gun, guns and drugs for eight months, and they sentenced him to five years probation. Mm-hmm. So. That's 2008, five years So originally probation. no jail time. No, he got eight months. Eight months. Eight and months and five years okay. probation for the gun and the drug charge. Now, the story behind the gun charge is that he was walking around a grocery store. They caught him with the gun. They claimed he was trying to raise the gun at him, and they whooped his ass real bad. So he he like he said, they beat my ass. He said he wasn't pulling no gun out, and it don't sound like he put no gun out on nobody. It sounded like y'all whooped his ass, but he had a gun that he shouldn't have had. Mm-hmm. So he, although y'all don't have no business whooping his ass, you go to jail for shit like that. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, prior to that was the drugs. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing this gun charge on top of that drugs made it so, okay, go to jail. Go to jail real quick. Eight months, five years probation. 2012, which is eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Four years later, he's arrested. At, he got pulled over. They said they smelled marijuana. And he got arrested at that point. That's contact with a cop. So that's a violation of your probation. Now, I don't know if that, I was trying to figure out if at that point they added more time or 
Like, what happens that, that makes that time get bigger if you keep violating? So he violated in 2012. 2014, he violated, and he got uh, three to six months he spent in jail mm-hmm. for that violation. Mind you, we're dealing with the same judge that don't the fucking play. Three to six months, but it's just three to six months. Three to six months for booking shows outside of Philly without telling her. Mm-hmm. Violation of probation. Um, and she ordered him to complete etiquette classes. Now, again, that's some shit that she could do. Oh, wait. Where are my notes? Oh. 2016. Hmm. That was 2014. 2016, he got, was that 90 days on the tether house arrest for the show shit. Again, get, booking more shows outside of Philly without telling her. Mm-hmm. That's 2016. That's another violation. Gave him, She gave him a, a tether instead. Now, before I gave you three to six months, it's time to give you a tether. 2017, he had an air for, airport scuffle. Airport scuffle. That's what they call it, an airport scuffle. Summoned to court again, but they dropped them charges. Mm-hmm. But he still was in contact with the cops. That's another violation of probation. Nothing happened on that. 2017, racing dirt bikes and shit in New York. We not supposed to. Apparently, it was for a video shoot, and the cops is there saying he could do it and whatever, whatever, whatever. Somebody got whiff of that, told the people in Philly, probation violation. Mm. <clears throat> and that's where we are now with this judge. Now you're sitting back in front of her, and you've been violated one, two, two times after she only gave you a tether for violating for canceling sh- or uh, getting shows when you're not supposed to, when you're not telling me what you're doing. You did that twice in a row. Told you to stop doing it the first time. In 2014, gave you three to six months. You did it again. 90 days on a tether. Did it again. Airport scuffle. Nothing. Dirt bikes. I'm tired of you. Two to four years. Now, <laughs> This is where we are with people protesting his jail time, pro- protesting for Meek Mill and not really understanding what's going on in the situation because I haven't seen any, nobody have all that story put together. You got people like Ebro talking about the what the lawyer's saying that the judge did. Now, the judge sounds like she on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. The judge sounds like she need to get reprimanded for something. But the judge don't sound like a bitch that's going to risk her judgeship over no bullshit, no nigga, no managing, and no shit. Right. That don't sound like bullshit. But everything else, maybe she did ask you to, to record a boy's men song or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But what I do know is that when you get yourself put, you, you got in the system in 2008 and you kept on doing shit. Now here it is, 2017, you 30 years old, you trying to get your life back together. Then they say shit like, you've been sober since January. Bitch, since January, you've been on probation since 2008. <laughs> How the fuck is you just sober this January? And you want somebody to, you want somebody to, 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 to have mercy. In 2000, the fuck 17, after since 2008, you've been get you, mind you, and you only been this big meal like this year, mm. before you was a regular nigga, 
sort of. And they was they was giving you, you know, Chances. letting you give giving you a little bit of chance. Even though you're still going to jail, that's because you're still violating your probation. Mm. Now, was it bullshit from the beginning? Probably. As far as however your case was handled, if you didn't have a good lawyer, if you had a public defender, you pro there probably was some areas that are flawed that could use, you know, some, some, some oversight and some looking at. The judge absolutely needs to be recused from this situation. Because, bitch, if you... Let me take that back. I think she know Charlie Mack. <laughs> I just don't think she's stupid enough to risk her judgeship for Charlie Mack. Right. But she know who the fuck Charlie Mack is. Mm. I think I think she know I think there's something going on there and I think Charlie Mack is out here trying to be Suge Knight. Ugh. And but that I think that's a separate situation. I think yeah, he might know the judge, he might be able to scare the judge into saying do his Whatever, or he using that judge's name to shake Meek Mill into letting him, yeah, you know, manage him or what, putting him on payroll, whatever. Same shit Shook Knight did to Tupac when he was in jail for that shit, and he bailed him out. Mm. Now you're indebted to me. So if Ch Charlie Mack act like he can t make the judge be on some good shit, then you you indebted to him. So yeah, I feel like there's some shit going on there. And if they know each other, then that lady need to be recused, and she need to be sanctioned or something for whatever the fuck is going on there but meek mill and people who are out here advocating for meek mill where's the accountability and then what are the what's the issue that we're going to start with because we out there protesting for him to get out of jail why so he can do the same shit in 2018 mm -hmm. and then piss another judge off what when we gonna when we gonna Get to the part, the part where Mick Mill, you've been doing something every year since then, and now she's giving you the big chunks. Because when you are rich and famous, Mick Mill, there should be no problems. Mm -hmm. Remy got out of jail after eight years and and is on loving hip hop with drama filled bitches and been in rap beefs, but she ain't been she ain't been in contact with no cops. And she ain't been back to jail. And she ain't been back to jail. She said on the interview, I stay away from weed and alcohol. If, if y'all doing it, I'm not, because I have to stay out of jail. And mm -hmm. she knows that. She got like three or four or five more years of parole or probation or whatever the fuck she got to do. So Remy's going to be a clean lady for quite a bit of time. But she's doing it because that's what she got to do to stay out of jail. We know the system is after us. Why are we giving it, giving it, shit giving it reasons to get us and then crying about it afterwards mm -hmm. when all you had to do you maybe you don't need dirt bikes in your music video yeah because one you've had them in the last 13 okay maybe somebody else need to ride it you don't <coughs> maybe you need a stunt double maybe you need to fake <clears throat> the funk you can't maybe do you that. need to sit the fuck down maybe you need to yeah. stop pulling up with a car full of niggas on safari in LA. Meek Mill like that little brother that just do not fucking listen. This is what I'm saying. But Sit people down. Not, people not holding him accountable for that. Now that you've been, you keep doing shit and you are rich and famous Meek Mill, you can afford to sit the fuck down. You can afford to not be in a dumbass beef with safari. Like legitimately, you can actually afford it. <laughs> you can afford to go on some island somewhere and sit the fuck down somewhere. You don't have no reason to be dumb and shit. You don't have no re. You got to do your community service. 
that's when you go in the hood and you break bread and you do whatever. But outside of that, you need to take your ass out of it because you got to stay out of jail. Because when you go to jail, all these little motherfuckers that you paying to do shit and be your entourage, they don't get no money because you ain't getting no money. Mm-hmm. They don't have no job to do if you in jail. But you feel like the justice system need to take it easy on you because you trying. I've been sober since January. Boy. Shut up. Shut up. What was that? One of these, um. Meek Mill sound like a, like a horrible boyfriend. <clears throat> Don't he? Girl. That every time you try to break up with him, he just. <laughs> nah, look. All the people protesting is his homeboys calling you. I swear to God. He never talked about no other girl the way he talked about it. And that's exactly what they sound like out there protesting. <laughs> you I, you I, trying I to know tell my the justice bro. system he that Meek really Mill ain't going to do you. shit else when he just fucking got into Portia. it with somebody at the airport? I know my bro. This nigga They're like, really but the charges you. got dropped. That so girl, what? That girl was a hater. That's the only reason why she came to you like that. This, it's the girl's fault. It's the side bitch's fault. She's a fault. fucking hater, bro. Like she always, she always hated on what y'all got. I know that's my brother. That's what a, it's a city full of niggas that sound just like that yeah. about Meek Mill right now. And my thing is, is if y'all want to attack the issues of the system, go attack the issues of the system. But realize that the system, although it, 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 there there seems to be some corruption along the way. The system was way better to Meek Mill than it was to any of you niggas that's out there protesting. Mm-hmm. Then it would be the, none of y'all is getting all these chances to get on a bitch's nerves. No. Y'all not house arrest. <laughs> and that's when he was with Nicki Minaj. That's the Nicki Minaj treatment. You get you get house arrest. Exactly. All of this shit, you coming to you dropping dirty piss. Oh, they switched the P out because there is a conspiracy against me. So Shut Charlie up. Mack and the judge got all this power to conspire against your rich black ass. That's what's happening. Then you got Jay-Z and stuff coming out, making statements. And I get it. But Jay-Z, I get you in the spirit of being woke. I get you in the spirit of of racial disparities and, and, and stuff like that. I get that. But what's happening here? <sighs> Amber Rosen. Because... This ain't Judge fucking Billy Bob. This is a black woman they're with Amber, a black they're, education. They're, they're Amber Rosen right now. Because. Ooh, ooh, shit, I didn't even yeah, try to. Amber Rosen like a motherfucker. Because all you guys want to come together and talk about the injustices of the system and why Meek Mill need another chance, but not Nan, another one of you motherfuckers sat him down and told him to sit him down. Nobody. Nobody. Y'all jump safari for him. Knowing that he's still going to get the fucking trouble if the cops show up. That's police contact. Nobody, nobody said, Meek, Meek, let's not do this. Meek, don't take them Percocets. The judge had to get them on Percocets one time. Like, can we just try to solve the problems? Guys, come on. Can we try to solve the problems instead of fucking crying about the fucking consequences all the fucking time? What's the problem? This is what I'm saying. Had he not been in the the system. Yeah, we know the system is unjust. But until we can fix that, can we talk to our niggas? Mm -hmm. Can we tell them, hey, don't make it any easier for them. Come on. Don't make it any easier for them, homie. Don't give them yourself. They're still going to have to already deal with the world on your shoulders. Don't put more on there. But no, 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 no. Instead, what we're going to do is, my bro, love you. 
I know. You told me you the only girl he ever talked about, I swear to God. Yeah, well, you told that to Bianca. And you told that to Victoria. Okay? Just like you told that to judge this bitch. And y'all mm-hmm. probably be, be telling it to judge that bitch as well. The next one. Once y'all get her kicked off the case, y'all going to be explaining to the next judge what... But he doing his community service. Yeah, and nobody's right. gonna and, and still nobody's gonna tell him, shut up. At this Sit point, down. you to to some niggas, you're invincible, McNeil. Because this is the first time somebody gave you years. And this is not even years, because you probably do like ten months. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about doing two to four. Shut up. Not you're not doing two to four years. Niggas got kids that's older than that. But you wouldn't stop doing shit. But now, black people are doing the, the cry wolf thing because you going out there and you speaking on behalf of Meek Mill when all the people that are responsible for legislation and laws and judges and this and that, they looking at the facts of the matter and they see judicial discretion. They don't see what the fuck you talking about because you're not making a strong case for a flawed system when you're talking about a nigga who won't stay the fuck out of my face. As a judge, as a cop, as a probation officer, as a whatever. He won't be right consistently. He will only be sober since January. He ride the dirt bike, but it's in the video, but you know the fuck better. It don't matter what makes the most sense. It don't matter what's fair. It don't matter. Well, Brock Turner, he, he only got six months and blah, blah, blah for raping a bitch. Okay. We know. The system is fucked up and it's racist. But guess what and wouldn't in the meantime, ha- Guess where Meek Mill wouldn't be if he didn't fucking get the dirt bikes and get into a fight at the airport and fucking schedule shows without telling a bitch. Guess where he wouldn't be? It's like, do I say this every week? I'm just going to have to just keep adding things to my list. I expect murderers to murder. And I expect rapists to rape. And I expect injustices to be unjust. <laughs> to injustices and to therefore, unjust. And <laughs> therefore, I avoid all of these things at very high cost. I, I try to avoid murders. If I know you're a murderer, I'm not coming over to you. And if I know you're a rapist, I am not coming to your little frat party. No shade. And if I know you're a if flawed I, system. Yes, if I know you are a flawed system, I will avoid you at all costs. <laughs> I'm not so, coming to the party. There's that. When you can, when you have the, you're not out here hungry and trying to rob and trying to this and trying to that, and he was just trying to feed his family. Nigga. Nigga. You can do every show in Philly if that's what it costs. If that's what it is, but you can add, you can get proper permission to go where the fuck you need to go. You can't just go the fuck to Dubai without telling somebody. <laughs> Why? Because you decided in 2008 that you was going to have a gun and drugs and therefore putting yourself in this fucked up flawed system to the point where they got you by the balls. You better you better do as 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 the again, it's the bare fucking minimum. The bare minimum. Stop coming in contact with police. Because all these these situations that he in, they're not regular. It's not like we was at a club, a fight broke out, and and they blamed me. It's not that. Yeah. It's not that at all. Totally avoidable shit. Like you, you <laughs> straight up motherfucking avoidable shit. Shit you could have avoided. And sorry, Meek Mill, I don't have no space to care. Like Tyrese. Oh. I don't have no space to care about Tyrese either. Because Tyrese shut the fuck up. <laughs> did we tell him shut the fuck up? All we did tell him week? shut the fuck up, and then we find out that this motherfucker 
<laughs> Shayla. Is that his daughter's name? Shayla. Baby. Is it Shayla? Is what it, is it Shayla? Shayla rocks. Me. Is it Shayla rocks? Yes. Shayla. Bitch, you missed two visits with Shayla. Shut. You wanted to be in Abu Dhabi. <sighs> this nigga got a Starbucks in his backyard. How did you need money from Will and Jada? Then he said. He said because um, you know. Celebrities everywhere they go, they get free shit and get flown out free and free, free, free. That's that's the excuse he had for that. My thing is, I wouldn't give a fuck if it's that. I wish they could see my face. Why right the now. fuck would you? Be, I don't. Who gives a fuck if it was free? If all you had to do was show a nipple, why the fuck is you missing visits with your daughter? After you all on the internet, on the interwebs, crying because I was on fucking. Volume, whatever the fuck he was on, <laughs> you was on attention. And you need. He came to- out with that real quick, y'all. I'm, I'm mentally, mentally, I was on pills uh, that they prescribed me, and it, the doctor and I speak spoke to several therapists. And I'm this. Well, you and shut up. You sound Tyrese, like you about to shoot up a concert. You, I'm diagnosing you with being the fuck full of shit. You need disciplines. <laughs> <laughs> you do need disciplines. You need disciplines. Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. We never did our Kimmy Schmidt show. We didn't. Wait till the next uh, season. We're going to fucking be in there. (laughs) You have seasons? Uh Uh-huh. Wait, our season or theirs? Both. We got a season, too. I said we got seasons, bitch. We're going to have a season finale. Oh. Uh, (laughs) It just sounds fun. (laughs) It does. I'm going to dress up. Mm Mm-hmm. They can't see us. We should go live. It should. We should. Nice, Mm -hmm. nice, nice. For the season finale. Perry, shut the fuck up, bro. Don't think we forgot just because we got off track. We Listen, didn't forget. Shut your mouth. Go, All it. that for nothing. I just want my baby. Now I see why you played Jody so well. Because bitch, you is Jody. I just want my baby. Go in the house, Jody. That's what, <laughs> that's what somebody should have said when you got crying. Cause, just embarrassing that baby. Embarrassing her mama. No, you don't have to give a fuck about her. But you brought this to us. We, didn't, we don't fucking talk to Norma. <laughs> that nigga got on her shit. And then, so does he have a wife that's pregnant right now? I don't know if she's pregnant, but he got a wife. And she probably just like, what the fuck did I get myself into? First of all, if he had a wife who gave a half of a fuck about him, that video would have never got on internet. She internet. don't give a half of a fuck about that him. That video would have never, because I wish my on. nigga would. Mm-mm. Put it, boy, shut the fuck up and put it down. You're stressing me out. Leave that girl alone. God no. damn. This is what I'm saying. He, I don't think that wife gives a fuck about him because what she liked or probably was that fucking weird ass, always got advice for women ass, writing books for Rev Run ass nigga. That's really Jody deep down inside. She fell in love with that nigga, calling her a black queen and shit. I'm uh, talking about everybody's jealous of his black queen because she looks some, some kind of uh, foreign dipped. Um, but she's she probably like Cape Verdean or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, talking about everybody's jealous of his black queen. It's like nobody cares about your black queen. We want you to stop talking about us since you have a black queen. <laughs> That's it. Since you have one, stop telling us what we need to do to get a nigga like you because we don't want it. Uh, okay. We don't. This reminds me of the time. When Think Like a Man came out, and I was getting ate the fuck alive on Instagram. Because I said, bitch, don't tell me what to do. Mm-mm. 
if I think like a man, I'll fuck around with a nigga that's gay. Okay. I want to think like a woman so I can find a man who is attracted to my womanness. Your woman mind. One thing that your motherfucking Why do you need to be the fuck manipulated? Could never tell to, me about. Why do you need to be manipulated to be a good nigga? Like, like <laughs> you gotta think like he do to make Mac right. Why would I want I gotta that? fucking play all types of games and pyramid schemes with the nigga. Like, no thank you, sir. First of all, ain't this your second wife? And aren't you her third husband? Maybe you should think... Y'all need to start thinking like like the fuck y'all are and not what you're trying to be. How about you think like these nuts? Okay. How about that? Well, you, your bald head ass, and your big motherfucking teeth, and your well-dressed wife, think <laughs> like these motherfucking nuts. Marjorie. I have nothing negative to say about that woman. She is wonderful looking. Welcome <laughs> to Marjorie. Third you know husband, I mean? Marjorie. Mm-hmm. Got family think babies like and shit. Man. Think like a man, and you're going to fuck around and end up with a nigga who like niggas too. Okay. I like the way you think. I like the way you think. <laughs> I bet you do. I just bet you do. I'd rather, no, it's nice over here. And I don't think you can just, who the fuck do you think you are? My thing is, the funniest thing is Who the fuck? You won't catch me writing a book in a tone where I'm trying to tell, I'm trying to tell men how to be men as a woman. Like what? what I'm going to tell you is what, as women, we don't like. Yeah. That would be my premise. That would be my purpose. I don't even think I'm going to tell you what we don't like. Because, bitch, I don't know what these hoes what, don't that's like. That's what I'm saying. What, I'm, what I don't like, what's not likable about you. Look, my book is called, If You Want a Bitch Like Me, Here's What You Do. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> or, bitches like me don't like this type of nigga. Are you this type of nigga? Yeah. Yeah. If so... Keep reading. <laughs> because I've I found that because of memes and shit, niggas have like this like fucking skewed version of like what girls like. I promise y'all, every girl don't like for y'all to sit and rub on them all day. No. No matter what memes say. I don't like that Some shit. Some don't like to be touched do not at certain times memes, of the day. <laughs> do not let memes speak for me. All she wants. I don't want to sit. Listen. No the fuck bitch. I don't. I don't want to sit and watch my shows while I'm sitting on your face. No. Now, sitting on your face, that's a different topic. But I don't want to do that just all day. Girl. Because your face is all there. All she need after a long day of work is a booty rub. Get your hands off me. Don't need a booty rub. Okay? What I need is for you to have done what I asked you to do while I was at motherfucking work. Don't be rubbing on my booty when there's dishes in the sink still. <laughs> all right? Don't Stop do listening to these memes. Because most of them are written by... Freshly graduated high schoolers. All these relationship goals be kids. They all be kids. Stop listening to the internet. All these, the memes, bitch, the memes. The, memes. the, nigga, the girl sitting on a nigga face or some shit. It be drawings. It be drawings. Drawing. talking about all she needs. Bitch, I am a 3D character. I'm a person, like a human that bleeds. And I need a lot. All she want is good dick, a listening ear, and a little bit of money to go shopping. That is not all I want. And do not let these memes feel, don't let them fucking fool you. Mm-mm. Cause you Mm-mm. will be. That's all you want to give. That's not all. I That's do. all you want to give. And, and some little motherfucking high school bitch told you that, that was okay. Mm-mm. Okay, but I promise. That's you, because she can't get out, but till um before nine o'clock and shit. Yeah. No, 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 no. Full functioning adult relationship again. Steve Harvey, shut the fuck up. Tyrese and Rev run, shut the fuck up. You could never, <laughs> you could never condense what I want from a nigga into a meme ever. Mm-mm. Never. There is nothing you could say in that little bit of space that could be a meme 
that would let a man know what I need from a man. What you could do is be a motherfucking adult and sit down with the person you're interested in and ask them. Figure out what the fuck's going on with them. Thank you. Thank you. Came to. Not what Tyrese said. First of all, don't listen to Tyrese because look at Tyrese. Okay? I'm not listening to nobody. Look at them all. If you are on your second marriage, the only thing that I will listen to you about is getting over first ones. Okay? <laughs> How to get over a marriage. Exactly. Because clearly you've done that. <laughs> Girl. But what I'm not going to listen to you is how to find this perfect person because it took you a couple tries just like everybody the fuck else. So what you should do, shut the fuck up, only speak from your motherfucking point of view. Your point of view. And stop talking to everybody so matter-of-factly. Oh, come on. Because that matter-of-factly drives me crazy. Because this is what it is. Bitch, because when somebody says something, they just be like, period, after opinion, and they just be like, period, like that just make it a fact? No. They be like, no, because if the father is in the child's life, then the child shouldn't refer to nobody else's dad, period. Bitch, you don't get to say, that's not a fact. You don't that's get to do that. That's what you do in your house. That's you. And that opinion is invalid elsewhere. And I'll call my stepdad whatever the fuck I want to. And fucking baby future will call Russell Wilson, Ooh, Papa Russ. Shady. That is what I was talking about, though. <laughs> that is exactly what he's talking about. He will call him Papa Russ if that's what the fuck he call him. Yeah. And y'all ain't doing nothing but adding to this stupid-ass fucking testosterone-driven emotion. Yeah. That niggas have like future because future, if you gave that much of a fuck, fucking baby future wouldn't call him Papa Russ because he would have no need to. Because the relationship wouldn't be there. It would if be obsolete. You, here's the thing. If you gave that much of a fuck, then you wouldn't have made the conscious decision to make different children in different households, mm-hmm. therefore making it 100% impossible for you to give any of your children 100% of your motherfucking time. Now. Or any chance for any of your kids to have another daddy or a stepdaddy or anything because you left that family dynamic. You left Sierra. Y'all broke up. Mm-hmm. So there is all the possibility in the world that there's another nigga that's going to take care of your kid if he's worth a damn. You better be lucky he's worth a damn and not another you. Yeah. This is why I hate matter-of-factlies and I hate blanket statements. Ooh, I hate those Blanket statements are driving me crazy because, bitch, you don't know. I think, bitch, you don't know is probably <laughs> just the name of my next book. Yes. <laughs> I don't have a first book, but my next book is called <laughs> Bitch, You Don't Know. And the first one is going to be called What Y'all Feel to Realize. Oh, come on. Yep. Bitch, you don't know. Because bitch, you don't know. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Bitch, you don't know. Blanket statements drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Everybody just got to stop doing this. Why? It worked for me, bitch. You don't tell me. That's your experience, okay? A lot of people just like to hear themselves talk. Do you see these quotes going around on Instagram now? It's like, and I think it's very good marketing tool for a person that's building their their personal brand and they have shit to say. Mm. Like the motivational quotes. It'd be like, keep striving for greatness at my Instagram name or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah. The, it'll be shit like yeah. all bitches that where we didn't have no daddy in their life at my Instagram name. Like, shut the fuck up. Shit like that <laughs> is, is what I find like so dumb. Shut your mouth. Like what? What? And then you thought somebody was going to steal that quote from you? That idea? I hope not. 
make sure people know you said it. Because you literally <laughs> are just trying to get like a rise out of people because you know that's not motherfucking true. You know that's not true. You just want people to feel some type of way and mm-hmm, argue with you. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I don't. I just don't have the time. I don't. I was on Facebook, and what? Ooh, am I jumping? Girl, look, I was on Facebook, and Poe and I we talk all the time because we is best friends in the real life. Mm. And I was telling her a bitch is happy. When I tell y'all, I'm is happy. Every time I open up my motherfucking eyes, Pharrell start playing. Girl. Yeah. I'm sorry. What is this song you're singing? It was called Happy Face by Destiny's Child. Oh, bitch. Um, I woke up this morning. I know what you're singing because my sister and I sang it in a, in a contest one time. Happy Face. Good one. I forgot about that song. Because it's so uh, happy. Woke up and realized the world's not so bad after all. Looked at it through a child's eyes and I saw the beautiful things that you never think about. Like the earth and moon, like stars and clouds. It's amazing how the world appreciate our blessings. There's plenty of people who don't like me. But I know my mama loves me and I love myself. Sometimes it gets tough, but I can't give up, can't give up. Just take a deep breath, close my eyes, feel the love, and give a smile. Come on. Yeah. Now tell them about your happiness. Girl, bitch is happy. <laughs> um, Just in life. So my last year New Year's resolution for 2016 was to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um. Not necessarily um, in a in a physical way, which I have been trying to do that too. But um, mentally, spiritually, I need to, yes, I need to take care of myself. I am in control of the energies that I allow to did be not around say, me. See, did not say because yes. at the beginning of this shit we was was different, mm-hmm. but over time, yeah. come on, yeah. I am in control of the energies that I allow around me. I am in control of the energies that I allow to exude from myself. Mm-hmm. And now that I am aware of this, mm-hmm. and I mean, I am constantly aware. And bitch, of this. don't you see? Don't you see one like one that's like you around? Like you could just you could pick up on their fucking pheromones mm-hmm. or some shit. Their mm-hmm. frequency. Like, bitch, you happy too, ain't you? Yep. Come yeah. here, come on, come on. Yeah, Let's rub happy feels, shoulders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I just feel I'll be on that I'll be on a rampage on uh Facebook. I just be like positive, positive, bitches is starting businesses, entrepreneur, oh bitch, no be miserable. Unfollow. Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't do Bro, it. Bro, I do too. As soon as somebody gets the same because I'm like, I don't want to see that. I, I don't even like reading shit that get me all riled up like mm-hmm. that no more. Especially like I can understand, you know, people have bad days, they say something, but if it's a person that's constantly constantly like you can't pull yourself out of that, I can't, can't pull watch yourself that. out of it. It used to be or normal. Even those, it's not like no those more. people that have to talk down on people all day, mm-hmm. all day, mm-hmm. delete those niggas that look the the little the black boys that don't like black girls goodbye. See that's the thing because I know that I'm always dropping a gem if if I toot my own horn. But I unfollow them so that but you're gonna still see me and all my frequencies. But yeah. I can't afford to to take that in what you're giving out. Yeah, I can't. See, I am past that. It is not my responsibility to teach you nothing, nigga, because I found me a good black man who loved my motherfucking black ass, Come and on. I don't give a fuck what happened to you. This is not an airport. 
You do not have to announce your departure. Leave. <laughs> Leave. You will make some white woman very mediocrely motherfucking miserable. Mm. Okay? Come on. Go ahead. And she can have that if she wants that. But di- but listen, episode one, bitch. Mm-hmm. Shit was different. Shit was different. But now I'm at the point, I just don't have the time. And I refuse to give you the space. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't want you commenting on my shit. I don't want you forcing your way into my motherfucking spaces. You need to go. You've got to go. Come on. Find somebody else Come on. who got some time and some space for you. Because I don't. Mm-mm. A bitch is happy. I'm is full. Bitch, come on. You understand? Full. There's no space for ya. Mm. I is full. From the cup till it runs Girl, over. I'm telling you, bitch is full. You can't say you get to talk and shit, bitch. Bye. Listen. You can't have none of this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. That's how I be in life. Little just bitch, everywhere. you can't fuck with me Girl, if you I'm, wanted I'm, to. You can't. You can't. Mm. I'm on day day session three of therapy with a black girl mm. and i love her and i love it and bitch just saying the words of things make you that much better make you feel that much better just being conscious of breathing mm-hmm. she told me that because she's like bitch breathe because i like if i get in an anxious state i'll probably i'll stop breathing yeah Ooh. yeah that days be like fucking but now i'm like conscious of that Right, mm-hmm. I'm conscious of that, and she like showed me different breathing exercises, different ways. Like I was telling you today, ooh, segue. Mm. Like I was telling you today about my situation at work, and how although I did get riled up about it in my mind, the way that I handled it saved me that anxiety for the future. So basically, what what happened was now there's a whole thing to it. <clears throat> I work in a cubicle. There's a cubicle next to me that's empty. Recently, somebody from a different department was moved to that cubicle because they work in a loud department and they apparently have migraines. So being around everybody else that's on the phone while they're trying to be on the phone fucks with their migraine or whatever. This is the story that she gave. But y'all unpack that how you how you will. <laughs> but so she came over to our area. We're quiet. We don't talk on the phone. We just do the shit on the computer. So comes over there. Now, mind you, for a whole year, I use, I've been using an oil diffuser for several reasons. Uh, to calm my anxiety, the anxiety of being at a 9 to 5 all day with white people and microaggressions and bullshit. Um, some of my oil mixes be for that, for, for calming my anxiety. Some of them be for my own migraines, because when I have migraines, nothing really soothes it but essential oils. Taking an Excedrin migraine, that don't work. That just make me high off the caffeine. Mm-hmm. Tylenols and stuff, that that will help in the sense of it'll put me to sleep. And when I sleep, if I can sleep for like 72 hours, the migraine will leave. But I can't always do that. So right. in the moment, I, I use essential oils. I rub them on my temples, on my hands, smelling it. Just the shit to soothe that for however long. Use an oil diffuser to help with that. Um, one day I get pulled into an office and my manager's like, yeah, you got the essential oils, you know, um, we have a new person in the neighborhood and they have migraines and, you know, if you could just stop using it because she's sensitive to it or whatever the fuck he was saying. So for me, it's a blur and I'm instantly angry because I'm like, 
what right now and I, I tried to unpack that in that moment but it was too much going on and all I I basically was just like okay fine um so where I was upset with that situation is you don't even know why I use the oil diffuser I've been using the oil diffuser somebody else on the team another older white woman has an oil diffuser she sells oils there's always talk of oils and we had people have random wellness conversations or whatever. So not once did you think to ask me, you know, anything about the oil diffusion. You just was like, turn that shit off. Take it I'm telling Right. I'm talking about my, my manager. He, you know, he didn't do the due diligence there. And then the second layer was I was a little irritated by the woman because how come you couldn't kick it with me about the oil diffuser? Then we could have came to some understanding to where, okay, maybe patchouli is a bit strong mm -hmm. because patchouli is strong. But like I said, I've been using the oil diffuser for about a year. When I when I was about, I got the patchouli from the white lady that sit next to me. <laughs> and I asked her and I asked the girl next to me, I said, is this too strong? The first time I pulled out the diffuser, if I get a new oil that's a little too strong, I'll ask. Mm -hmm. This too strong? They was cool with it. But this new lady, she goes to the manager immediately, says whatever shit she uh she say about whatever bullshit she made up to get the oil diffuser turned off, and I like I said I was upset that the manager just complete just went right to asking me to turn it off or whatever the fuck. She went right <coughs> to the manager. No, at no point what what I feel like nobody was comfortable enough. To talk to me, whereas they would pay that same courtesy to each other. Mm -hmm. If again the white lady with the oil diffuser, if she had hers on at, at a time, if she was the only one with it, because like I said, she uses hers, but she has a real little one. Mm -hmm. So you can't hear it. Like you can, you can hear like the vapor of mine, but you you can barely hear hers, especially when mine is on. But um, it's not it's not loud. It's not disruptive, and everybody been it's been there for however long. So, um, and I'm not the only one in the office that uses oil diffuser. People got humidifiers, fans, heaters, everything. Mm -hmm. They just got all type of shit. Whatever makes them comfortable for sitting in a cubicle for nine hours. So, um, today, so since then, I, I packed up the diffuser and took it home. Since then, she has been putting her coat on the cubicle wall, which is a lot of her coat has been in my cubicle, like in my space. When I move, I hit her coat. When I look up, I see her, I, I'm hitting her coat. I'm backing up, hitting her coat. Her hair is shedding and flying everywhere. And y'all know, Nigel know, <laughs> my friends, my closest friends know, hair off of white people's head that sheds is my pet peeve. My personal pet peeve. I'm, it's not a racist thing. It's just that y'all hair, I don't like when it sheds and it lands everywhere i also don't like weave from bitches bundles <laughs> but that happens less because they they buy the bundles that don't shed that's the goal <laughs> so i'm not getting a lot of bundle curls that's all over me but white people y'all shed sometimes a lot and i don't like it. it it burns me up because that could get anywhere it could be it's been times where it'll be a piece of hair like in my drawers or some shit what? that don't fucking belong to me yeah. because the hair, it gets everywhere. But people just don't notice it. But I be looking and like peeling it because I always think it's something on me. I'm scared of spiders. 
So anything that's crawling on me, I'm and maybe that's a part of my anxiety too. Got to unpack that in therapy. Like, bitch, is there something going on? The reason why I don't like white hair and spiders? I don't know. So stupid. But back to the coat. Her coat now recently it's been cold in the office. She brings a blanket. She throws the blanket over the wall. Now the blanket and the coat is all in my space. So I'm thinking. I'm getting aggravated. I'm thinking like, what the fuck? I don't want her shit in my cubicle. I don't know if a lot of this aggravation is because she didn't say something about my oil diffuser and I'm salty. It could be that, but I also know that this is genuinely getting on my nerves. <laughs> that her coat, her jacket, and her hair is in my space. <laughs> I don't like it. I deal with the fact that she talks loud on the phone. I didn't heard about how the bitch goes to Miami to get migraine shot treatments. Mind you, she's talking to customers. Like, and I didn't, I didn't heard all this. She talked loud. With no consideration of the fact that all of us, we work in silence because then we have to, a job that we have to focus on. Mm-hmm. But you came over here because you had migraine, so you moved out of the first spot you was in to move to this spot, and you disrupting the way life is over here, and it's getting <laughs> on my nerves. But you disrupting the way life is over here, it is getting <laughs> on my nerves. In that moment, I had to decide, what am I going to do? Am I going to say something? to the manager and be petty like her and then have them look at me like I'm petty and I'm the angry black woman and I just got to say something and then all that whatever that shit is. Do I not say something and deal with her coat, her uh, blanket and her hair all around me knowing I don't like it causing myself more anxiety throughout the day because that that gets on my nerve. I don't Mm -hmm. know why. Like I said, I am working on myself, but it gets on my nerves. But what do I do in this situation? In this situation, I thought to myself, I have to make sure that I am comfortable and I am happy in this situation. What do I do? I sent her an email and it said I had a coat hook that was that I had, but I never used it because I keep my coat on all day. Whatever coat I have on, I keep it on or I throw it on the actual desk. I don't need to hang shit up. Had this coat hook. I set it on her desk. I sent her an email. I said, I have a coat hook that I never use, but you can, and put a smiley face in it. And you know what she did? She used that fucking coat hook. <laughs> because what I did was I gave, I disarmed her from anything that could have gotten on my nerve. Now, me going to the manager, again, we two adults. I could say something to you. Mm-hmm. And then if you feel some type of way about it, there was literally no reason for you. So now you're going to cause yourself more problems because I'm going to be done with it. Either you're going to hang the coat up or you're not. But just the, the thing that I would the, the thing that triggered me was the fact that I, I had such this internal battle with am I gonna say something about something that's making me uncomfortable or am I just gonna shut up so I don't look like the angry black bitch at work? Oh. And I and so so many times I've had to I've had to do that. That's a smaller situation. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, nah, bitch, I can't just let everything go. Every time y'all say something that's a little offensive or a little out of line or a little whatever, I don't say shit. But, bitch, I'm going to say something about this because I do not want your fucking hair on me. <laughs> I don't want it flying around over here. It's going to fly around anyway because that's what y'all do. But if you could keep that shit from away from around here, I'll be a happy camper. See, like, I'm at a point now where I can't internalize shit because it is not good for me. Mm-mm. It is not good for me. I'm the type of person because I am so emotional 
such an emotional fucking Pisces that I become physically sick if I don't say what I need to say. But with growth, I have learned to pick my battles. Mm -hmm. And I have learned to ask myself, you know, like, girl, are you really bothered? Or do you have an attitude and you're taking that on other people? Mm -hmm. Like how you were saying, like, is this coat really getting on my nerves? Mm -hmm. Or is it because the bitch said something on my The bitch said something. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But that comes with growth. As opposed to just jumping into... Going off. Like, you know what? Doing some petty shit. Because when I'm irritated about other shit, even though it's already one of my pet peeves, I tend to be snappy about people asking me too many questions in a row. Although I hate it from anybody at anywhere at any time. You have a three-question minimum. Don't be asking me so many fucking questions. But then, there are times when people genuinely need to ask me questions and I'll get an attitude and I'll be ready to snap. And I'm like, you know, no, no, no. Nigeria. Because do they need this question answered? Do they need this question answered? And are you are you really irritated or were you already irritated and mm-hmm. now you just found a victim? Mm-hmm. Usually it's a victim. Somebody that can fake it on yeah. the nerve. Mm-hmm. So now I've learned to, you know, decipher between Nigeria, is this really bothering you or are you bothering yourself? And I thoroughly enjoy it. I really mm-hmm. like it. Because a lot of times you be bothering yourself. And a lot of times, like mm-hmm. I said, I set my, if had I not handled the situation like I was going, like I did, mm-hmm. as petty as it may sound, I was setting myself up for long-term anxiety mm-hmm. in that situation. But because I like the way you handled it because it didn't, it didn't have to be a back and forth thing. It didn't have to be a, bitch, you got some nerve. I gave her you know a solution. Here's a coat hook. Here's I, it. I gave you a solution, bitch, and I was... Pretty decent about it. Because I, and I didn't even say because you, Jim. Can you tell? Yeah, <laughs> I'm blocking that out. <laughs> can you tell him, uh, her, to move her goddamn coat because it's all in my area? Or you need to go get you a coat hook. Okay. Even though I have this extra one, but you can't have it because I had to take my oil diffuser home. Okay. Because a bitch would have been that petty. Mm-hmm. But then what? It just like that energy just gonna come back, and now you have to deal with that energy at work, everywhere you have to go, every day. And it's like, why do you set up yourself to be in this tense situation mm-hmm. Monday through fucking Friday mm-hmm. when all you had to do was get a bitch to coat hanger? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's it gets down to like decisions like that. Mm-hmm. Do I have to come here every day? Do I really do want I really to want cause to be this energy? This bitch. You know, right. this energy where I, I spend most of my time because you be at work all damn day. I know I'd be waiting for you to get off. Mm-hmm. Sounds so sad. Oh my god, <laughs> I know because I'd be waiting, I'd be for, you waiting to get for me to get off. Yeah, yeah. but it's like, it just even with at home situations, we had to learn to pick our battles. I live here every day. Do I really want this energy hanging around my house because I've bothered myself mm-hmm. and now I've bothered the crib? Basically, mm-hmm. I've, I've bothered Everything my space. Bothered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look at us. I know. Look at that's, us. Because that's, that's some work that you have to do. Because, yeah. bitch, I don't care if everybody else is irritated. Like, you should be ready, girl. I'll ruin everybody day. Every, nobody's going to You know, I'm still today. at the point where I, I literally still say I'll slap everybody in here. But I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the last on my list. Because I still will slap everybody mm-hmm. in here. Because what I'm going to do is unpack. Because I'm at the point now where <laughs> if you get me to the point where I'm slapping everybody, bitch, you have tried. <laughs> Multiple times. You have tried to get me to that point because, bitch, I'm working on me. If you if you get me to the point where I say, bitch, I'll slap everybody in here, that means that I have had it. 
I'm tired of your shit. Mm-hmm. And usually at this point now, I really just use it when I'm talking about my dogs because they don't understand what I have had it means or anything else for that matter. Mm-hmm. So usually now when I'm saying I'll slap everybody in here, I'm just talking about my two dogs. I have two very spoiled, bratty, stalky well, pit bulls. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, Chance was crying on one of these episodes in the background. Oh, probably because he because he couldn't get in. He was little. No, he was little. He was in the room. You put him in the closet or something. In the cl- don't say that. I ain't never. In, oh, in the laundry room. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with the closet? He was little. I don't know. It just sounds like flowers in the attic and shit. I just don't like uh, it. And girl, you know how I feel about my dogs. Your grandmother. Mm-hmm. It's so weird that my mom calls herself that. <laughs> Come to the grandmother. Give my kids. <laughs> Tell Jojo to call me grandmother too. The grand no, you heard her yesterday. Yeah, she was going off. No, she was be pissed. She don't want to share. <laughs> we was in there talking about marriage. Oh. Y'all have to understand. Wait, is this still recording? Hmm. Is it recording? Yeah. Oh, cause you just look like you went. I was. <laughs> I got my phone, girl. Cause we. We've, we've been talking about marriages because we've been talking about entering, like, the next plane of life and shit. Mm-hmm. Niggas is getting old, bruh. Like, we're, like, really knocking on 30's door. It hasn't answered yet, but I'll be ringing the doorbell over and over again really soon. Like, by next year, I'll be ringing the doorbell of 30 over and over again. Girl. No. Yeah, I'm 22. Okay. Yesterday, somebody, I asked somebody, how old do you think I am? They was like, mm, 23. I said, ooh, come here. Well, <laughs> it's weird because now, like, like we still have people our age that are still like weird about marriage and engagements and births and fucking shacking up and shit. Mm-hmm. It's weird, and I, I think I don't know if it's like generational either. Um, I consider myself to be pretty old school, like about relationships and shit. Not too old school. Hmm. I don't know how to explain that. It's your dynamic. I think you talked about it on here before. Yeah. But I just find it, I don't know, I, it's weird to still hear people say, oh my God, like everybody's getting married and I'm just over here with this glass of wine. I don't know if you're saying that because like a lot of people say like in a really like criticizing tone, like for the people right. that are getting married, like, ugh, why y'all settling down? That's gross. Like what? Yeah, it'd be that, like, and then, I'm not that grown yet. Like, it's either that sentiment or, even though, yes, you are. But it'd be that sentiment or it'd be like, like you said, it's a shady looking down. Shady. Or I'm getting my money, I'm on my grind. Yeah, I was going to say, and I think, like, a lot also, uh, we've turned our nose down at, like, tradition and love and commitment and all that stuff because like it's it's savagery is what it is now all about being a savage you know savagery and cold-heartedness and r&b songs ain't about love no more it's about stealing your bitch so now it's like everybody getting married and i'm just over here getting to my money and it's just like okay well i mean you can do both you can absolutely why don't y'all do both together yeah how about that beyonce and jay-z and i think it's okay to admit that they should be the standard. I, I, I think a lot of it sometimes comes from like people who are ready for something to happen. And if it hasn't happened, they feel like they have to make it seem like it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. or take that little bit of joy from mm-hmm. other people. I saw this post today that said you have to be careful 
being happy around unhappy people. Oh, that made me kind of sad. Not yeah. sad enough to be unhappy. But yeah. Sad for. People. Sad for for them that no matter like okay you in your life or whatever, but a lot of people are not aware of their situations. You you get around some people who are just miserable. And they got something to say. It's it's kind of like that must be nice tone. Like mm, must be nice, <sighs> like that you that you, you know, have a child with his father still in his life, in a relationship with his father, you know, or you can pay your bills on time. You got a new car, you know, things like this. Ooh, that must be nice. Like it's almost like I'm not happy for you because it's not working out for me, and you must have. It must have been some reason why you got this and I didn't. Mm, some people got all the luck. Yeah, that is so weird. Now, see the type of person I am? I feel like jealousy is a normal human emotion. I have no problem telling a person, like, bitch, I am jealous. Happy for you, but jealous. I don't I don't have like, to bitch, have... Like, where did you find them shoes? Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> I don't have... I don't feel like I have to have must-be-nice tone because I feel like... When it's bless, when I feel like I honestly feel like when it's blessings in the neighborhood, when it's like good energy, like in the neighborhood, bitch, like it, it it's bound to be you next. Mm-hmm. So, but if you in formation, yeah. So, fact. but if you if you start putting out that negative energy as soon as you get a whiff of somebody else's good mm-hmm. fortune, then now you're just fucking yourself up. But you I don't have no problem about saying, how the bitch don't deserve whatever she got. Yeah, because... I have no problem with saying I'm jealous of something because most of the time I legitimately am jealous. I want that. Mm-hmm. But I also know bitch, I want you to keep I you want have. you also to have I it. want a version. I want it as well, but I'm okay with being where I am until I get that mm-hmm. as long as I'm you know, being positive and productive in search of what you have. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just be a raggedy ass bitch mm-hmm. and be like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> like what? And then again, what did the happy person do to you? Be, I didn't do nothing to you. Be happy and not be miserable. Because that's the thing. People say misery, love company. That shit is dead on. Like it's been some people that I've had relationships with or friendships or whatever. And it's just like, when I'm happy, they can't, like, it's almost you uncomfortable being happy. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I, I don't even want to tell you the fourth thing that's going good for me because you didn't turn your nose up at the first three. Right, bitch, because you clearly told me, like, I'm done clapping. Like, yeah. okay, that's cute. I need friends that's going to clap every time to everything I say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that, does that sound selfish? No, because I will clap every that's time what I'm saying, for everything you, you say. Because you reciprocating that, that because you want people around you to do I want everybody to do well mm-hmm. I don't want nobody to be in no shitty situation especially not around me mm-hmm. because that that I still if I if you somebody that I care about when you miserable that's affecting me if you could not be miserable that would help me a lot because that's one less person's misery misery that I have to consider or I, that crosses my mind mm-hmm. or you know that makes me sad in a day if everybody around me is aware of themselves and they're centered and they know what's going on and they 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 on a path towards being productive, being positive, that's that's good for everybody. Like you said, it's good. Why isn't happiness loves company a thing? Because it does. Also, when I'm happy, I want everyone to feel the way that what I feel. Say, happiness breeds envy. That's one. Because that be the real shit. When you happy, it'd be a bunch of people around you mad and want what you got but don't want you to have it. 
I want your man. I don't want a man of my own. No. Well, bitch, first of all, don't give me that. <laughs> I don't know. I want your man because your man is being good to you. I'm going to sc- creep up in his DMs. Okay, sister. <laughs> bitch. And you'll be fucking singing sad songs just like this bitch too. So you better get the fuck on. I'm triggered. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. That these, these fucking quotes and shit be real. No. I think that's in a Gerald Levert song. What? Um, Step on up the bed. on your own. Then I started hearing you. Naked eyes in my boots. Going out to race. To beat. Misery loves company. I thought you were a friend in me, but right is right and wrong is wrong. So pack your bags. They Whether used, you on your own. They used to be having the gym. <laughs> they used to be having this the gym in the old song. Girl. It's called Misery Loves Company by Gerald Levert. That sounds like Shantae's got a man at home. Come on. Ooh. No. Oh. You know what's weird? Because I, I genuinely like being happy for people mm-hmm. and celebrating with people. It makes me feel like I'm a part of something. I'm not going to lie. I love when people tell me good things because mm-hmm. I like to Hercules. Mm-hmm. Aww, I Hercules. like to clap. I really do. One of my favorite oh, things sure, about sure, working sure, in the sure. salon. <laughs> you are so stupid. One of my favorite fucking things about working in the salon, besides all the motherfucking tea, was that look that people get when you turn around and they see the mirror. Mm-hmm. And they be popping when they be feeling themselves mm-hmm. and knowing that i did that girl i love mm-hmm. i like literally thrived off of that feeling like mm-hmm. yes bitch so when people tell you things and then y'all can just be happy together like oh bitch yes kill it work it i love that feeling mm-hmm. yes thank you it feels nice doesn't it mm-hmm. it's like okay bitch you go home smiling because your friend was so happy like bitch Yes, you better yeah, fucking Let's do some shit so we can be happy for each other. Girl, when we watched Amber have her baby, like, why am I crying? I don't know. I'm so happy. I, I was, <laughs> hi, baby. I'm like, girl, I'm just so happy. Why? I don't know. I'm so happy. Because we watched the shit happen. Yes, the it was beautiful. That's the second time I've seen some life coming to the And the bitch was strong. She was so strong. Oh, and she kept saying, yeah, I can't, yes, you can, and you're doing it, and shut up. I know. Oh, it's so cute. You guys are just so cute. You were just so helpful, and I had a camera. <laughs> yes, but you got all the good footage. I did. I did get the good mm-hmm. footage. Because here's the thing. She had to be, she wasn't supposed to, we weren't supposed to be the fuck in there. Nope. No. We were supposed to wait on Yo-Yo, and then when Yo-Yo got there, get the fuck out. We really just got in where we fit in, and And I'm, she, when Yo-Yo left to go pick up Jace, fucking Amber baby was came. getting ready to have the baby. And we finessed our and way into seeing there. it. Yeah. And bitch, I, I was so thankful. I'm like, I'm so grateful I got Listen, to be here. Listen, do you understand? Because I was kind of upset. Like, wait a minute. It can't be 47 people in here with Man. me. I mean, I was staying regardless. Did you know irregardless isn't a word? Yes, I've known that all my life. And I hate grown-ass, college-educated-ass people who pass English classes. Use it. I've never used irregardless. But it makes I, it, it adds flavor to your. It makes it sound like you're saying a word is more prestigious than the word it actually. Yeah. Because regardless means yeah. Regardless, what you're trying to say yes. is what the word. But <laughs> when other people would say it, I just thought it was 
Uh, I guess I kind of knew it wasn't a real word. I thought it was hood rat shit. Like, kind of No, thing. people think it's real. Like, a conversator is a little more like you know that ain't no word. Yeah. But, irregardless, a lot of people make that mistake, like, in TED Talks and just, in, like, shit where they you supposed to know the fuck better, you don't. Because irregardless sounds jazzier than regardless. Because irregardless sounds like, bitch, irregardless. Yeah. Like, just strong regardless. Irregardless <laughs> reminds me of but yet. But yet drives me crazy, and I don't know why. But yet. Yeah. When people be like, you say that you love her, but yet you always cheating oh. on her. But I feel like you can what either just say but, but or yet. Just say, like, and yet, you say you love but her, you still. but you always cheating on her. You say you love her, comma, yet you're always cheating on her or something. I don't know, but I feel like, but, but yet. yet. People do it all the time, though. Have you never noticed that? I have. All the time, I'm like, why you got to have a but and a yet? And here's the thing, because I'm a, I'm a grammar Nazi. I am. I also use poor grammar all the time. But the thing is, is I know what the fuck is supposed to be. <laughs> I use nigga jargon, nigga mm. lingo. But when As I'm in. trying to have a conversation and I'm trying to articulate myself, I'm not going to say but yet or irregardless or conversate. And I don't give a fuck who put it in the dictionary. It's ugly. I'm not saying it. Somebody put conversate in the, in the dictionary? I think conversate is now in the dictionary. Like ain't? Remember ain't ain't no word and now it is, bitch. Ain't is my shit, but ain't not my shit. <laughs> ain't ain't my shit when I'm I'm ain't, trying to have a real ass sentence. It's not. Ain't not. What I think that's a ain't? double negative. What I'm trying to figure out is what is ain't supposed to be? You are not. Yeah, but where's the why? Is it ain't? Ain't is a i n apostrophe t. I ain't, but like, what is it? Like a conjunction of like what? It ain't like none. How, That's I'm, why <laughs> I'm. I am. Like won't, will not, and then ain't is just like am not. Ooh, maybe I ain't. Am, I ain't. Am not. I am not. Cause that's basically what's supposed to mean. No, I, I don't ain't. know who no, the fuck I came up with ain't. Ain't is no is is. I'm not. That's all I'm gonna. All I'm gonna say. Either way, I'm using it. Yes. But ain't nobody taking it from me. Listen, because I hit you with an ain't in a real sentence. Because what you ain't gonna do is act like I'm stupid. I'm saying the fucking sentence to you, and you ain't gonna act like you don't understand what the fuck I'm saying. Uh, what you ain't gonna do, irregardless of the fact <laughs> that I'm using poor grammar, but yet I'm giving you a message that you need to hear. We conversating. <laughs> but yet, you don't want to listen. <laughs> but in regardless, I got facts. <laughs> <laughs> that you ain't never heard. You ain't. Well. Is that all, folks? Ubbity, 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 ubbity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Gotta go. Lyrics in a room.